Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. In Texas, podcast Fisher DeSopolis, DJ Nikki Snacks Crider's on the road. Quan Cosby should be hopping in. We're hoping he jumps on in, but he might be a little scared from his former teammate, maybe some bad practice blood that occurred. <laughs> the Denver Broncos couldn't handle the reps. CHJ Chris Harris Jr. joining us once again, one of the best Kansas Jayhawks of all time, obviously one of the best Denver Broncos of all time. He's hopping on for a quick 25 because he's got to go get the babies. He's the girl dad, yeah. Superman at home. And like he said last time, this is his time to chill and talk ball with the boys. So, Chris, welcome back. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Always, brother. We, I yes, told sir. you before we started, we love seeing the menorah in the background, yes, uh, celebrating everybody all year round. Chris, you know, you guys are ranked 24. Uh, the Jayhawks Come on. and you have a really you have a really strong quarterback um, and this is not a team that's like a walkover team like some of the Jayhawks teams we've seen in the past I know when you were there your freshman year you guys were 12 and one and then your sophomore season you had a winning record again uh, what about this yeah. team makes you believe they can go into Texas and get the upset yeah man I think it's our quarterback you know it starts with the quarterback uh, they have a lot of confidence in him and um, and uh, the offensive coordinator he's nice you know, he kind of, he dials it up every week. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to seeing this matchup. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And we got to add uh, Quan Cosby back in. Here he is. There's my the man. Superstar what's arrives up? late. Oh, in what's up? I need one, that, I need uh, one of those mics. Hey, I, hey, I heard him talking that smack, man. Ready for it, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> How you doing, man? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Sorry about that, too, man. I had a little... They've never seen me in a jacket. Yeah, I was about to say, Q, are you just trying to stun uh -oh. on Chris? What's going on here? Bro, no, no. For those who can't, for those who can't see right now, Quan uh, is in a nice, a nice navy Bro, suit. He looks I'm, great. I'm in Texas in September. I do not want to stun on anybody or be in this jacket. But um, <laughs> I had a little charity event for lunch. Our uh, CDC actually, uh, our our athletic director was the keynote speaker who. Uh, Grew up in a foster home, which a lot of people may not know. And so he spoke on that. I was adopted. So it was a cool little event, man. So uh, kudos to CDC and Foster's Angels. But uh, thanks sure happy to see my boy C. Harris. And uh, yes, sir, it was a big man. game, man. Undefeated Kansas yeah. coming to town. I feel you. I yeah. Well, I didn't know you were at a charity event. I feel bad for saying that you were scared from your practice reps in your Denver <laughs> days, but Chris, for sure. <laughs> no, you know, just raising 200K for foster kids. Thank you. Yes, sir. That's more important, for sure. That's more important, really. Um, so, Chris, man, you were saying, and obviously the quarterback, uh, you know, we knew that going into the season, Daniels was heavily favored by the Big 12 committee. We, we knew everyone really liked him. You playing yeah. the cornerback spot yourself. We have a guy in Xavier you're worthy who should be a first round talent. AD Mitchell's worked his way in. Obviously, Jordan Whittington's been a stalwart and Quinn Ewers as well. From the defensive yeah. side of the football, what would you be doing to stop Sark and the boys? Yeah. Uh, I've seen Texas, man, they've lived off big plays, you know, finding ways to be able to get in play actions, uh, taking the top off the defense, uh, using Quinn Ayers' arm, 
you know, being able to uh, make big throws. And he showed that he can run also last week. So we can't be, uh, we can't be, uh, we can't take that unnoticed. But we feel like we have great secondary. This is one of the best secondaries we've had since uh, I think probably me and Tlaib at that time, you know, we haven't had a duo um, like we have now with cornerback uh, Kobe Bryant. Last week he had a forced fumble, uh, scoop, return, touchdown, and an interception. You know, he already had, and he's on his sack. I think he has two already. So he's an impact player. He was all Big 12 last year. Uh, we have a solid corner that started opposite him last year. Uh, I forgot his name, number three. He's number three, y'all. He's another big corner. So it's two six one corners that we have out there that I think are playing very good ball, definitely NFL worthy. So it's going to be a great challenge for y'all receivers and uh, and for those guys to match y'all receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the size too. Hey, hey, he said worthy. They're they're gonna get to know worthy real well this week. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's a beast, Uh, and 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 I I do agree. That's a cool thing about watching Kansas. It's they're very improved, man. They they really are. But they have been every year under this coach. They've gotten better and better. And of course, you talked about the, the game that in Austin. A few years ago, which thank God, we, we our coach has gotten better and better and changed the culture as well. But I think it's for me the Longhorn chances and and where Kansas has certainly gotten better, where UT has improved a little bit faster is in the trenches. Right. Uh, I, I know mm-hmm. when we went to Tuscaloosa, our D line, what it did to Alabama's O line was was certainly, uh, and we got about four or five dudes too deep. Uh, you know, uh, from a D-line standpoint, and then our O-line, um, you know, kind of controlling the ball. Um, our running back is, after missing Bijan, our running back has been by committee, but Jonathan Brooks is kind of separating himself. Baxter's a beast as a mm-hmm. freshman, but Brooks is just making plays. Uh, but it starts in, in the trenches. So uh, th- that's why I think a lot of the folks in Austin is a little more confident. But I'm going to tell you, man, that this week being in Austin – it's been a little more nervousness than I've expected in a long time, but that's respects to, to Kansas, their coach, and, and certainly how they've performed this year. Yeah. I mean, look, he, he's come over from Buffalo and done a masterful job. I completely agree with you guys. And, you know, we talk about the size on our offensive right. line, but they have two guys on their defensive line. They have Booker and Robinson, both have three and a half sacks of pop, you know, and they're, right. and they're getting turnovers and, ca- and causing problems. Uh What's like the what's the farthest? How do you feel, Chris, about you know? There's so much SEC movement, right? Texas is going, Oklahoma is going, you know, and a lot of people are sour that they're ditching the Big Twelve and kind of like leaving it in a worse shape. But do you really think that could benefit Kansas and elevate their football program? Oh yeah, of course it's about money. You know, being in the SEC, you know, you're going to get the maximum amount of money. You know, it's always a business at the end of the day, and uh, also you know um, that. The, the NCAA is changing the game with college football, right? It's going to be a couple major conferences, and they're going to probably make it a bigger playoff, you mm-hmm. know, and feed off the playoffs, you know. So it, it, they're redesigning it. It's going to be kind of like the NFL, kind of when you look at it. Have a couple powerhouse teams that's going to be in the playoffs, right? And they're going to add a, a lot more teams to the playoffs. So I, I kind of like it, man. I kind of – I kind of like it where it's going to go. Um, uh, I think it is going to rise uh, Kansas as uh, uh, football. Well, we're paying tons of money. We're putting millions into the program now. 
right? We're getting mm. a brand new stadium coming up soon. Um, we just got a brand new indoor facilities. You know, they're upgrading it. So um, every the uh, the wave, everybody there wants to wants the football team to succeed, and they love this head coach. So I like the momentum that we have right now for sure. And it's funny you say that because I talked to the Baylors of the world. We played them last week, and mm-hmm. no offense to Aranda, but they're trending in the wrong direction. I mean, I'm just being real. Yeah. They don't they don't pass the look test. That they, they uh, from where, not even talking browse days. What Matt Rule did in his short period of time is mm-hmm. it, it's declining fast, and they have their reasons for that. You, know, you think about Tech struggling a little bit. Uh, TCU had a crazy year last year, but. Now they're they're young, and I mm-hmm. said all the time, I was like, yes, Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, but Big 12 was saved, so your schools ought to be crooked. You're like, man, this is our conference now. Not that right. it was even Texas's. It's been Oklahoma's, if we're being honest about it. So yeah. there's so much opportunity for schools to be like, hey, this is us now. Let's take it over. And, and I do see Kansas trending. If I'm thinking about the Big 12 and its struggles. Mm-hmm. The three teams that are in the top, Texas, Oklahoma, and Kansas. So that that would be interesting and cool to kind of see them take over or be in the mix mm. every year. And when we get to that 12-team playoff, get to the championship game. That's what it's about. If you get to that right. championship game, you're probably going to be in that playoff and give yourself a chance. But I'm going to flip the script a little bit, only for a quick second. But when you look at this conference and the teams that are added, KU basketball, the teams that have been added, oh, my – I tell you what, there's going to be some power fives. We don't know if it's going to be two, three, or four. But the number one basketball conference, you got U of H, BYU, Arizona, Kansas. I mean, it is Baylor, crazy. Who you mentioned on the Baylor. football on the football field? Baylor. They're not doing too hot, but in the basketball, and we can't forget. Court, we can't yeah. forget. Colorado's coming to the Big Twelve. Oh, Colorado! Yeah, no, get that. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy right. what's happening. And, and and as a Big Twelve dude, regardless of not being in on the decision to leave. I, it's, I'm proud of the commissioner, even though he talked a lot of smack. I'm proud of the commissioner for saving this conference mm. and it not becoming what the Pac-12 was. So that's – we just got to give him his due. And then, right. man, I'm fired up to watch some um, some Big 12 basketball and football for, like you said, Dion. you can love him, hate him. I love him, absolutely love him. And um, – what he's already doing from a marketing and all the above standpoint, you, you got to respect it. This is going to bring so, more yeah. attention to the game. That's yeah. all it is. Just absolutely, you know, everybody's tuned in more, right? Mm. So that's just what it's going to bring. Yeah, it's, man, it's, we got Matthew McConaughey, and I don't know if you cats know this, Matthew McConaughey. We got a you know a top ten game in in Austin, and he's going to Colorado this week. Hey, I said, that's wow. You got LeBron, you have, I mean, you got everybody, Snoop and Will Ferrell. It's become a star. It got to be in Cali. Is it in Cali or is it in Colorado? No, no, it's in Colorado. Colorado. So that, oh man, that list, I got to get my hand and see on that guest list, man. (laughs) LeBron is going to be there. Oh no. This morning I was talking to some cats and all of them, LeBron, Matthew, Will Ferrell, Snoop. I, I was thinking about. I don't. I think Weezy's coming back, but it's it's going to be a crazy list they were talking about, and it was posted from the Colorado faithful. So that, that's the cool. Going back to it being about Dion, that's what it's about. I ain't gonna lie. Right. When I heard Matthew, I rolled my eyes a little bit because he, he cheated on us. <laughs> yeah, well, cute. He must be at KU, man. That, that, makes me, <laughs> that makes me sweat a little bit because I'm like, 
look, he's not out on the field. You know, he's he's not putting the pads on. But one game at a time. Like we're we're three and you know we're we're number three in the country right now, Chris. You know we haven't been there in a long, long time. And I'm like, right. we got to cherish every moment of it. Every second counts. And Matthew, we need you. We need you pumping your chest on the sideline. Yeah, we can't have our vibe yeah. guy in Colorado. No, vibes officer. That, that's our. We yeah, don't need him CEO. anything. He keep his butt over there. We we need to win between the lines. I, yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> like, I, I here's what I, this the, the talk gives me two questions for you guys because I really want to get y'all's perspective on Dion as former players and what he's done in the player empowerment era. Because from us watching, like I, you said that some people aren't a fan, Quan, And quite frankly, I think that's crazy. Um, what he's done has been absolutely phenomenal for a lot of players and, you know, raising money and, and so on and so forth. But I do want to talk and ask the question because we're kind of in like in somewhat inverse, you know, because KU is basketball school, football building. Texas is football school, basketball building. Do you guys find, especially with NIL going on, players making more money, their visibility is better, that with these basketball program growing and KU continuing to grow from what it already was, does that help the football program and vice versa in Texas? Is there like, we talk about complementary football, but is there like complementary athletics going on where one program really does well, it can really help service the other, y'all feel? Right. Did you go to go? Go go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm right there with Chris. Yeah, because... At the end of the day, we won a director cup and football's been suspect. You know, mm-hmm. really every other sports winning ships, volleyball, basketball's getting in, you know, lead eight, you know, stuff like that. You have baseball that's in, you know, the World Series, Omaha every year. And so I think that's contagious. Back when we wanted in 05, we wanted in four or five other sports. Mm-hmm. We won it in football, baseball, uh, got to the, I think, final four, lead eight uh, in uh, basketball. One in the track, one in the swimming, one in tennis, and just all that. So when you're on campus and you, I mean, you always cut. You work so hard to be in the sports, especially on D1 levels. So you cut for the other men and women's sports. So yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And and again, when Dion went to Colorado, they didn't even have the money to pay the man. Right. But the marketing and all the things that he's doing now. Not only do they have money to pay him, they're paying NIL. They're making improvements. They're coming into the Big 12. That's going to be bigger money. Hopefully, Mr. Commissioner negotiates a better contract than the last one, the last commissioner did, because we had to split Fox and ESPN doing, which is taken away from some of the money. So, no, I'm, I think they, they feed off each other. And last but not least, recruiting. Right. I mean, you kidding me? Every, every recruit in every other sport is coming to the football game. They're going to Allen Fieldhouse. They're going right. to, you know, all of that. So, it, it's, it's synergistic for sure. And it's all about now you want to go to what what school is going to market me the best? If I'm a young guy, that's what I'm looking at, right? What school is going to put me, blast me on the screen if I'm balling? You know, put me out there. Help me get the most endorsements. You know what I mean? Who has a good NIL, the best NIL program to be able to maximize as much money as I can make as a five-star player, right? Those are things that I'm looking at, right? Um, how... What's the plan? Do y'all have a plan with me and how I can manage this money and things like that? I know that's probably a little bit. They probably have a little outside sources, marketing teams that they probably uh, collaborate with. But, you know, the schools are paying. A lot of the schools and donors are paying the NIL deals. Right. So, um, you know, Texas, y'all should be good because y'all got y'all got donors that spend a lot of money, you know. So a lot of guys will probably want to go out there and go to Texas. Right. It shouldn't be. Y'all shouldn't have an issue with competing with the SEC with bringing in recruits and five stars, right? 
even though I don't think y'all been recruiting at that level that y'all used to in the past when when I was playing Texas, you know, they right. it all across the board was five four star, I mean five stars, four stars and first round picks, you know. So I think the talent level is not there yet, but y'all definitely uh have the money to be able to compete in the NIL deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I do want to say, you know, because Chris, you're a DB and I've been saying on multiple shows, like just keep going on the Dion train. Like he, he's getting yeah. the notoriety with the sunglass deals, him and Shador. I know it's his family, but they're all in a KFC commercial that shows every game. It doesn't matter that right. they got their butts kicked by the Ducks. They're probably going to get their butts kicked by the Trojans. But guess what? They've already surpassed their win total from last year. They're one right. win away from hitting their over under, which was three and a half. If you're a young DB, like, how do you say no when he comes into your house? Like, who was your dad's yeah. favorite player? Like, who was your favorite right. player growing up, right? Is that is that the yeah, right way of thinking that? For sure. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when he comes into your house, you you know, um, you you expect him to offer you, right? He's not just coming for any reason. It's like, right. they really want me if Dion is coming over, right, on a recruiting trip, right? So we know it means a lot. Um, if I'm a kid, I'm definitely listening. I'm definitely uh, knowing that he's going to market me. Uh, he's going to be every day. They're asking him about players on TV, right? Imagine you getting that marketability right there from the right there from yeah. the coach, telling telling ESPN, yeah, this guy right here is a playmaker. He can make plays, right? You're getting totally. all that. Yeah, you you know what I mean, Quan. That's a lot of pub. Oh, no, I, that a no, lot of colleges not going to give you. Gold jacket. <laughs> I mean, right. at the end of the day, the man has a gold jacket. What that means in yeah. the football space, the world is as instant. And this is the part that is not talked about in Dion a lot. Dion's not a fool. After that game, he said, "We got a country." You know what? Kicking. He real about it. If he said yeah. a dude is a is is a dude, that dude's a dude. I mean, I, I right. love the piece where I, I watched where he said, "I don't even have captain," because unfortunately, captains you can get into politics, you can get into all that. He said, no, I have leaders. You know, I have folks who who are going to, you know, take care of the business on that on that level. He just gets it from a player standpoint. He's on Pat McAfee's show. He's on ESPN. He's on everything there is to be on and that exposure. And the elephant in the room in a social media era is times 30. I mean, you have cats growing up want to be influencers. Well, Dion right. don't want to be that, but he is because of who he is and how he goes about it. And then these young kids who want, I mean, there's cats going on visits just to see who's at the game, just to be a part of that process, just to see what's up. And so all of that above, it's it's why he's a GOAT. But last but not least, to your point, Josh, they won one game last year. Colorado, since they left the Big 12, has been <laughs> right. garbage. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's all garbage, and he's already surpassed that. Everybody's again the haters, and that's the one thing I know you're surprised, Josh. But no, th- there's plenty of haters out there that they just hate I know, because they hate. I know. And, yeah. um, and Dion likes it, but <laughs> this is the thing. I said it this year. I said if Dion somehow wins six, and be, don't be surprised if Dion wins five if he goes to a bowl. But if he wins six, win a bowl game, he has a winning season. I don't care what he does for the rest of the time there. The exposure they're getting, accomplishing that in one year, he's already – I mean, I don't. I know he's not going to get coach of the year, mm-hmm. but I promise you if he does that with where they were, he, he's going to get some votes well, because yeah. it is that big of a deal. And I think the, the thing that people get caught up in all of the media commotion, which is it's a part of it, right? But he was asked 
I think earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday in a presser, like why he's not playing five-star offensive lineman, Cormani McClain. he said, cause he's not showing up to meetings. Cause he's not. Oh, he's a corner. corner is he a corner? Is he a corner? Yeah. yeah. A corner, well, corner, even more yeah. so, even more so. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you for correcting me, Chris. Appreciate that. Uh, but the, uh, you know, I can't wait for us to course correct Kansas out of the top twenty-five, buddy, this weekend. <laughs> Let's just say that, okay? No, but, no, no, but it's 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 cool to see that he's actually he's he is a head coach. He cares about these guys. Right. He wants them to get the best Ooh, out of their talent. He's, he's going to hold them he's accountable. He's a head coach. He's a father. He's all these things. He's a, he's a Christian dude out there letting that be known. All the things that matters to him and certainly on the field and off the field, he's true to it. He's real about it. And so the realer you are, the more haters you typically have. And so that's what you're seeing, but he embraces it. And it's, it's fun, man. Again, at the end of the day, we're, we're talking about Kansas and Texas, yet we're talking about Colorado. Yeah. I mean, he's mm-hmm. getting it done. Well, Simple as that. Well, he Did you see how hard Oregon was playing? Did you oh, see yeah, how hard? Yeah. Bro, they played that game like it was a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> they was ready to go. You know, they, they was coming. I guarantee you they don't play like that for the rest of the year. But that, yeah. like that type of energy. They barely beat Tech. They they like had a tough time against Texas Tech. I, I I completely agree. It's like all of a sudden he's creating that level of buzz around him. Like it's everybody's Super Bowl that has to come. It's just really good marketing. It's like it's not yeah. like as in your face and brash as like the Paul brothers and boxing, but they're like every fighter wants to go fight them because you're getting a payday. You're getting the eyes on you. It's that whether they're right. good or not. Like it's that kind of deal. Uh, Chris, we know you got to rock and roll. So we want a quick score prediction from you. We'll let you go first. Oh, I want to hear this. And then I want your one minute skinny. On the state of the Denver Broncos, because your Kansas, oh, we are man. living in a we're living in a world where Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, Broncos are zero and three, and the Kansas Jayhawks are four and zero and ranked. That's where we're living right now. It's crazy. So score prediction, and then your one minute skinny in the Broncos. Man, I got forty five to thirty eight Kansas. That's one. <laughs> Jalen Daniels four <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> Devin Neal touchdown run. Kobe yeah. Bryant pick six. You know, I hey. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking the best is gonna come this weekend. Oh man, uh, my Denver Broncos, man. Oh, we're we're definitely uh, you know the the laugh of the town right now, but it's all good. You know, a lot of teams haven't won Super Bowls. You know, so seven years ago, you know, we were the game for them. So, uh, uh, so hopefully they don't feel too bad. And um, uh, you know, we just we just need a uh, defense got to tighten up. You know, uh, allowing seventy points is unexcusable or inexcusable. Um, you know, we're not covering anybody. We're not tackling. Uh, we're not having, we're not fitting the gaps. Right. And, uh, I, I think we had like 25 missed tackles last week in the NFL. That's like outrageous. That means like, you're not, you're really not trying. Right. So, uh, it's something that we got to look at. Hopefully there, uh, Sean Payton, hopefully he's the guy to be able to fix it. But, uh, right now I just don't think the talent levels there either. So it can't be all on him. So we'll see what they got coming coming up, man. We got to make some changes real soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Chris, All right, I'm gonna counter that score, and I'm gonna go 42 24 Texas. Oh okay. man, only was like, well, we average we average thirty something, bro. You know that, right? You know Jalen exactly. Daniels. Okay, so y'all defense is that nice. Hugh, let me give me the best part. Like, we're like 59 10 last year, so I, we're not gonna quite go on that level, but I think we'll get 40. No, you're Sark, Sark is ready. You're not you're, okay. You're, you're doing Quinn a, a, Quinn and Sark a disservice here, Chris. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but your teams are about to have 70 points dropped on them two weeks in a row, buddy. That's oh, man. 
God, man, they're ruthless. Oh, man, it could be a bad weekend, huh, for me. I hope, man. Chris, you know what? I think you're too nice of a guy every time you're on our show. I'm not going to throw you like that. I do have to give Nikki Snacks a score prediction. He was so close last week. He, had, he said 38-10 Texas over okay. Baylor's 38-6. This week he's going 44 to Texas, 27 to Kansas. Our defense is great, but he's giving the Kansas uh, Jayhawks some love on the offensive side of the football. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a wake up call in the Big Twelve for Texas. I don't. I could, and I'm not just buttering Chris up and you know trying to get back from Toss's seventy point you know burger <laughs> prediction on our homie. I'm like, kidding. I'm- I think we got. I'm going to go 45 Texas because I do think we explode offensively, but I think the Kansas Jayhawks sneak in 31 points. Okay. I do I think, think the offense. I think Texas is worried about OU. You know, I think they're worried about the Cotton Bowl. You know, so I think they might be sleeping a little bit. I mean, McConaughey you know. clearly. I'm just going to put that little. I'm going to put that little seed out there. You yeah, know, for that game, people are talking about game day already. It's there. Yeah, some, be distractions, man. It's but I, be I, I, and talking and seeing what what they're not talking about around here, I think they're going to focus. Mm-hmm. And I, before before Chris go, I got to give him his love, man. That that year in Denver, yeah. um, Chris's road. He never let it define him, man. You always balled out. You outworked everybody. So um, always much respect for you, man, and how you went about it. I was a kid in a candy store watching y'all ball out. So uh, kudos to you, man. Appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, It's going to be fun. If if, if we need to make a little, you know, wager, let me know. But man. I lost too much money betting on KU, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the last the last thing I'll say about about the Jayhawks, I don't think that we're going to put up seventy points on y'all. Y'all have the number one conversion rate on third down in college football right now, and the Texas Longhorns. We talked about this on our show last week. Mm. It was one thing I wanted us to correct, which we did not. We were three and nine on third down against the Baylor Bears. We are number 83 mm. in the nation. So there is a stark mm. difference. And that's something that uh, I can imagine that the Kansas Jayhawks are talking about. And they want to take advantage, get Texas in third and long situations and have their cornerbacks. So you mentioned both those guys make some plays. So I, my prediction is, is like, I think 27, 14, I think our defense is Whoa. stout and we yeah. shut y'all down, wow. but I think we're going to have a tough time scoring the rock and converting on third yeah. and fourth down. So that's, that's my prediction there. It's gonna be a good game, man. We got some legit NFL guys in the secondary, yeah, yeah, so yeah. For uh, sure. I, I want y'all to definitely check check out Kobe Bryant and let me know what you think, man. He got great size, you know. Hey, he's getting picks every year, you know. Five pick sixes, you know, a couple couple forced fumbles. So he's a guy that I think, you know, just playing at Kansas, you go, you know, they kind of underrate our DBs, and you know, so I think he's a guy that should be getting his name out there. Booker, too, sure. is 6'6", and he's a sophomore. He's got three and a half sacks. We'll be watching, man. We're taking y'all seriously. Oh, yeah. Chris Harris Jr., you're a Kansas legend, Broncos legend, super, super guest of the show. Uh, we appreciate yes, you always coming on, man, and best of luck this weekend. Uh, we won't be rooting for you, but objectively, <laughs> since you're such a nice guy, if we if we lose, we won't be as mad. Uh, Hook'em Horns, Quan, Fisher, Tisopolis, Snacks, Crider on the road. We'll see you guys next time for the recap. Hook'em Horns, baby.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.